Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi everyone, welcome to the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Nyakeri, and I'm excited today because I have a very different kind of scientist who's coming into this podcast, Michael, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, Michael. Hi, Sarah. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Much appreciated. Uh, my name is Michael Keenan, and I'm an agricultural economist based in Ruby. So I'm finishing up my PhD at Wageningen uh, University Research. And my graduation date is set for two months from now. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm a doctor soon. Um, but uh, yeah, I provide consulting services to um, multilateral uh, agencies and yeah, other research institutions. Um, working for, I've worked for uh, private research uh, companies, NGOs, uh, systems, multilateral agencies. So. Um, yeah, like on top of doing my PhD, I spent the last few years um, writing consulting services. So yeah, in that sense, I've gotten a good, uh, yeah, like a good view of the, the sector from many different perspectives. And uh, yeah. Okay, great. Um, where do you come from originally? So I'm from the United States. Um, Yep, I lived there until I was about 22. Um, and then I moved out and lived various places since then. Did my master's in Spain. And then went to Rwanda for about half of a year. I had to work for research from there. Um, then ended up in the Netherlands. Oh. And doing my PhD at Wageningen. Um, but like within that PhD framework, it uh, had like a significant component of research in East Africa. So I moved to Kenya uh, and then I, I just haven't left. I, I fell in love with Kenya and uh, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got you stuck here. You got stuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean like, Nairobi is right. a funny place because you get like a lot of expats who come in and they're supposed to be there for like six months or a year and then it's like uh, yeah five um, years later I'm still here <laughs> they're still there and not so planning to go that, it's like they have no plans to go <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> uh, they're like ah oh, the weather's nice here the people are nice I'm gonna stay <laughs> All right. Um, so tell us the journey that brought you here, like just in details, how you, you became um, a scientist. Because now you're a scientist, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, because there's um, people who believe they're not scientists when, when I talk to them. <laughs> so I have to ask that question. Yeah, like a lot of people, they look at economists and like, no, you're not a scientist. Uh, <laughs> but we were the yeah, yeah. We're social scientists. Uh, <laughs> yes. So it's a, it's a bit different, but um, yeah. I mean, we, we develop hypotheses yeah. and test them. That makes us scientists. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so how did I become a scientist? Um, yeah, I suppose I started back in uh, university. Uh, so I came into, when uh, I went into university, uh, which I did in the States, um, and I was part of a, a, a business program uh, that was mostly putting graduates out into uh, big financial firms in, in corporate America. Um, and I had, I had grand aspirations to go to, to, go to Wall Street. Um, and then about a year in, uh, I, I, I quickly decided I did not, I did not like my business courses, <laughs> but I, oh. I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed the economics course. Uh, and yeah, I found a, um, my second year of university, I, I found a professor who was willing to take me on as a research assistant for a summer. Um, and so it became like a very hands-on learning approach. I, 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 I took the opportunity and I, I loved it. I, I spent the summer uh, working as a research assistant, uh, putting data together, developing economic questions. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, I, I haven't really looked back since then. Uh, I would say... Yeah, on top of I mean, I developed it a little bit more as, as university went on. I picked up a major in, in mathematics. Uh, so I studied both economics uh-huh. and mathematics at university. Um, essentially, I, I sat down with my academic advisor. I told her, you know, I'm thinking about going to graduate school for economics. I'm really enjoying economic research. And like, uh, maybe this is a career path I want to go down. And she just looked at me like, well, are you studying uh-huh. math? And I'm like, hmm, no. <laughs> like, I don't want to study math. I want to uh-huh. study economics. And she was like, uh, no, like, uh, you really, you should really consider studying math because this is what's underlying all of the, the, the economic research. Um, and uh-huh. so this was, I would say, some in like some roundabout way, uh, studying mathematics was really what opened the door to like a research career uh, rather than studying economics. And because this really helped me in grad school and helped me kind of get a comparative advantage when uh, looking on job market and things like this, of having a quantitative background. Uh, Yeah. So that's a very convoluted uh, (laughs) story of how I started early on. It's like meandering. It's like meandering. Um, yeah, so maybe I can... Wait, so I'll take you back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll take you back. So before that, before going to university, did you think about what you wanted to do? Very, on a very basic level. Uh, I mean, I... I mean, the thing is, in high school, um, I mean, we had all these mm. courses, right, like biology and Spanish and 
literature and all this, but like none of them really like showed what a career path would look like or um, had any direct applicability to like me thinking about jobs and all of this. So mm. I think I really enjoyed my economics course in, 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 in secondary school. So going into university, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I'm in the business school, so I guess I want to pursue a career in business somehow. Um, but I had never considered mm-hmm. being a scientist or uh, anything like this. And in my mind, scientists were people sitting in labs uh, doing chemistry. And uh, <laughs> I had no interest in doing this. I, I absolutely no interest. Uh, so um, this mm. career path never, it, it just never occurred to me. Um, I, I didn't even know it was possible. Um, I didn't know jobs like existed. So like in a very, very basic sense, I had thought about it, but uh, I, I didn't know enough to have any like really constructive thoughts that would help me later on. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, you do want to be a scientist who is in the lab. It's 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 interesting that um <laughs> that people think like we've never thought as scientists as people who are not in the lab. We just think of them as people who are in the lab, right? Yeah. Exactly. And all uh, right. In, uh... Uh, Yep. No, continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting. Like, uh, you thought that you wouldn't want to be in the scientist space, then you actually become a scientist. <laughs> it's just weird. Anyway, it's just something I had to note. Um, so, when now you're in business school and you, you're saying that you're, um, you wanted to, like, what is that thing that made you want to? What is that moment, um, apart from you not liking the business part of things, what is that moment <laughs> that made you switch from, like, to say that I want to do economics, and what is that thing that made you look for uh, space for the research assistant position? Because I'm, I'm assuming that's when you really knew, like, more of the scientist side of whatever skills that you had, including maths that now you are now learning. Um. It was probably somewhere in, uh, I, I, I can't pinpoint a single moment, but probably somewhere in my first year uh, mm-hmm. when we were talking about like a lot of the assigned reading for economics courses was about uh, microfinance and international development and using economics for a completely different context. I mean, like growing up in the U.S., right, uh, we thought about economics as how the Federal Reserve sets its interest rates, stock markets, and um, real estate boom and bust and all of these sorts of things, which interested me in the perspective of like, I liked how economists think about these issues and I liked the, the thought process that goes into it, but I didn't find the topics uh, very fulfilling or very um, like topically interesting. And then we started learning about like microfinance, which is giving like... Um, small loans or having people open small uh, bank accounts to uh, improve their farms or their businesses, things like this. 
Um, and we uh, started seeing like a lot of these like super creative solutions uh, where like a lot of the development economy, um, like a lot of the solutions in development economics are creative because they have to adapt to different constraints. So this is going to be done in a remote area or like, um, yeah, there's just all sorts of different factors. Uh, and just the fact that it was uh, outside of countries uh, other than my own meant like, okay, learning about cultures and learning about new structures of governance. And so it was just like this whole new world that um, was mm. like, oh, this is all these things I don't know about, uh, like learning about the history of other countries. And like, so it really, for me, it was like um, a fantastic opportunity to like get involved in uh, something where I could like it was all fresh territory i could learn about so much uh, and i wouldn't go in with all these preconceived notions of what i might have about uh, like economics in the u.s which is like the political theories and all of this yeah uh, so i think this is what fascinated me the most about it was like okay how can we use economics to to really do something that's good for the world that uh, is really going to help uh, somebody in some way and like also give me the opportunity to, to just really learn more uh, than I would be than I would be able to in another setting and I think I think that was really the underlying motivation here uh, yeah mm. <clears throat> do you by chance uh, love traveling or learning new cultures <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, this is... Did you did you love that before that? Before that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I hadn't had so many opportunities to travel, but every time uh, I, I got uh-huh. the chance, uh, I, I took it. Um, so this was, and I was always applying to like internships abroad and all this sort of. So like I, mm. I was always looking for opportunities to to travel, uh, yeah. In that sense, this. Uh, ah, now I see. Like, yeah, yeah. I I see how now your interest, like your personal interest and things that you love, come in and just it just gel together with your career at that moment in time, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, like I. And like my brain's a bit like scattered, right? So like I'm I'm just interested in like a lot of different things, and if I work on the same thing for for too long, I just get bored with it. Uh, so what I like about mm. what I loved about economics is it brings in there's also history, there's also math, there's also political structures, there's so many different there's culture, there's sociology, all of these different things that come together. Uh, under oh. under this framework where you really have to understand all the different aspects uh, in order to come up with like consistent economic analysis sense and is applicable to the context and so I think just the diversity of things to to bring into it uh, makes it very exciting for me. Um, uh, so. Okay, tell me what uh, you you said you're sorry. I'll dwell on that. <laughs> You said you were a, you were a research uh, assistant during your summer, second second year, right? Yeah, second or third. I, think I can't remember. 
Okay, so what were you studying? What was the research uh, on? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so that that very first research project was on uh, it was on health shocks. Uh, so uh, whether a family member gets sick or passes away, and how this affects um, uh, small businesses in Indonesia. Um, and then specifically, we wanted to understand. Okay, now if you have access to microfinance, small credits and savings services. Um, does this help families cope with these health shocks? Um, and the idea was, okay, uh, if we can show that this is useful, then uh, this is a good policy for, for governments or microfinance institutions or banks to roll out, to get people access to, to finance uh, so that they can overcome these health shocks. Um, so yeah, that's what the, the my very first research project was. Mm. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Um, so after that, after you've done, now you finished your university education, what happened after that exactly? Like, go into detail. <laughs> yeah, so after I finished uh, my university, okay. I had a... Uh, immediately following that, I, I worked uh, as a researcher, a research assistant for like three months or so with... Uh, uh, with the World Bank, uh, and then I went to just I went straight into my master's after that, uh, which was in Barcelona, uh, and it was a one-year master's program. Why Barcelona? And, uh, because, um, yeah. So I was looking at European schools uh, because the U.S. schools are super super expensive for for master's degrees. Uh, like, can you imagine mm. some of them, like, two-year programs and the cost would get into, like, $150,000, <laughs> like, crazy stuff like that, uh, which would be, what, mm. like, 10.5 million or 15 million Kenyan shillings or, uh, like, just crazy amounts. Uh, so That's the costs in Europe money. were, were well. much, much lower. So <laughs> I looked at European oh. schools. Uh, How much lower? Oof. Uh, Sorry, uh, Michael, 